Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Yeah, a little uh, while later, we're going to uh, get a bit of a giveaway. Ben, I believe, surrounding Bathurst. Is that right? Yeah, we're giving away $50 vouchers to Vicks Meats for anyone out there that wants to fry up some meat. Love it. Uh, this weekend for Bathurst. Fantastic. Sunday. Yes. I love Bathurst. Talking about meat, it's time for Webster. <laughs> <laughs> Never thought forever was the best I could do. Say, baby, what's going on, Webby? <laughs> I don't know how to follow that in. Follow <laughs> rib. Follow what in? Follow what in? Minced meat. <laughs> I cannot. I can. What did you just say? I said follow what in. <laughs> oh, Sounds like we've got Joey here. <laughs> oh, my God, mate. Oh, no, some no, of the no. stuff he was doing last week. He week. was a little bit rogue last week. Uh, when rogue isn't he? When but isn't rogue than usual, yes, I thought. Yeah, he was. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Uh, I have to touch on the Penrith... The reaction to Penrith's celebrations and how yep. they've carried on post-grand final win. I know rugby league can bury itself up its own ass quite often, but this has been all time, I reckon. The overreaction to a few little incidents, even if you would call them that, after the grand final has been ridiculous. So let's go through them. <laughs> Jerome Luai puts something on social media, drops the N-word. It's a self-referential thing. He took it down. Yeah. Blah, blah. Yeah. Fisher-Harris. The eels are our sons. Oh, my God. That's the worst sledge I've ever heard. <laughs> the eels are our sons. This is the best ever Penrith team. Yeah. Everyone seems to be bent out of shape about that comment, except the people who used to play for Penrith, yeah. which I think is telling. And then Co- Appy Coruscant does a little snort after about, about joining the West Tigers. Um, if you're looking for absolutely blind drunk footballers still wearing their jumpers from the, gra- the game they played on the night before for grace and dignity and poise, you're probably looking in the wrong place. Uh, I'll just say this, better than Lego. (laughs) (laughs) I think is an example. Yeah. Um, Well, that's disrespectful to Lego, to be honest. Yes, I'd be offended if I was Lego. Do you know what... um, yeah, I have absolutely no problem at all. You know, Am I reading this way. wrong? Don't you nah. reckon the re- overreaction I, has been... To the victor, the spoils. Madness. It builds a rivalry even further, the stuff that they're saying about Parramatta, which, you know, adds to the narrative for next season. Look, look, there's no doubt, like, Kenty's one of the ones who, who's, who's gone hard. But, you know, I'll say this about Kenty. People say to me, oh, Paul Kent's driving an agenda. Everything that Kenty writes, he believes. Yeah. It's no, you know... You know, no, you know, not discriminate against any. He, if he writes something, he actually believes it. And I remember an example of it. When Melbourne Storm, uh, when they got done for the salary cap, 2010, on our Channel 7 show, oh, God help us, why am I bringing that up? Uh, <laughs> I remember he said when it happened, he said that 
words to the effect of that Craig Bellamy must have known. You know, he, he knew. You know, or, so like, towards the end of the year, we had Billy on as uh, Billy on as a guest. Well, they met met each other in the green room before, and Billy Ake just went ballistic and said, you know. Um, it was so embarrassing. It really affected my family, etc., uh, etc. Et they just went. And remember, Kenty's standing there, and his pulse never went above forty-five beats. And he goes, "Well, I wrote it because I believe it. But if it's not true, well, I apologise." But that's fine, Kenty. Yeah. That's Kenty's job. Yes. Take it or leave it. He's a columnist. Everyone goes, yeah. "Oh, where's the balance?" Well, if yep. you're a columnist and you're and you're talking and and you make yep. offering opinion on a panel, that's what you do. Yeah, I, w- I will say though, like let's have some consistency though, because earlier this year he came out, he wrote an article comparing communist China to weak gutted dog comments, <laughs> saying everyone needs to be not a snowflake, everyone needs to calm down, and yet he's up there ranting and raving about a bit of banter between the boys. So, look, I, yeah. I respect that he's got an opinion for sure. Yeah. But surely Kenty would understand that if you're going to have an opinion, then people will have an opinion about, about your, your opinion. opinion. But I'm yeah. talking just generally, yeah. not just what, what, what Kenty said, but across the board there's been a whole, Isn't, you know, Penrith yeah. ungracious Isn't winners. Isn't that the world and, these days? Isn't yeah, it? You exactly. Know, it's it's just... like, I just think the rea- the way it's, it's it's gone on and on this week has been quite uh, pathetic. Yeah. Mm. Uh, yeah, I agree. As a player and a former player, it just regards into that the the greatest um, side ever. And Matty, you'd know way more about this. But when what he's saying is actually a compliment to those past teams, because any time you put on a jersey, you understand that the people that came before you gave you that jersey. And so it's not us versus them. He's saying that. I, I guarantee you, if you asked every single player in that squad, they would say, we wouldn't have been here without Brandy. Yeah, we yeah. wouldn't have been here with, without MG. Yes. So it's actually a celebration of the history of the club that they're there. It's, it's also true. They've gone back to back. And it's, <laughs> yeah, it's and true. It is undeniable. Yeah. Undeniable. They, they, undeniable that they are the best team in Penrith's and, history. And with the greatest respect to Sean Lane, you can sit there and say that Parramatta wouldn't do the same thing, but I'd be more concerned with winning one first before offering that comment. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I, cop I, that. <laughs> but, but it is just what, like, you know, I've talked before in the outbreak about, like, when, particularly when you've had a few days on the drink, right? There were lots of stuff when we won the comp that, you know, we were saying stuff, but it just didn't get the publicity. And one of the things, you know, it's, well, it's dangerous when you've been on the drink for three days and someone puts a microphone in front of you. Yeah, yes. and there's always going to be quotes. It's how people take it. Like, I remember one of the most ridiculous things we were going to do was that hold you... Well, Newcastle and Manly got a, a rich history of, of rivalry. And, and that year in particular, lots of things happened. And, I mean, someone came up with the idea on day three that how about we get up tomorrow and get in and Manly have a beer? And everyone <laughs> sort of laughed and said, well, yeah, we'll consider that. <laughs> and then we got up the next day and in sobriety and went, you know what, that's a really bad idea. It's quite disrespectful. Where would you have gone? I would have loved that, the, the whole night, 1917, the, at, at the stain. Front bar. Definitely the state. That would have gone down just, well. just quickly though, like you know, the grand final, incredible performance by Penrith. But when it comes to drama and and uh, competition, rather boring grand final because they mm. were they were dominant. Mm. So if this doesn't happen, yeah. imagine it'd be like, yep, they won, whatever. But because of this drama, this controversy, we remember this grand final now. How good would it be next year if it's South versus? And I'm not going to say uh, Sydney versus South <laughs> versus Easts. Like, can you imagine when you had a look at the first that first game of the finals, that first week of the finals? Can you imagine when they those guys play each other in the grand final, the mm. week leading in, and what the winner does? And it's great. It's it's great. great. It just it builds 
hate. The key rivalries mm, in hate. the game. Hate. Hate is not a hate. bad thing. Webby, <laughs> the other thing. Now, hate over love. Dragons, Webby. Jesus. Speaking of hate. Speaking <laughs> <laughs> about hate over love. Jesus has a lot going on at the Dragons. Well, there's reports in the Herald today that only three members of the top 30 squad turned up to their presentation on Tuesday night. The club are saying that it was a scheduling thing. I sort of buy that in some respects because it's, it's, you know, the week after the grand final. Um, I also know that a lot of New Zealand players are already in New Zealand ahead of the World Cup. Um, but for mine, there's a bigger problem there, and that yeah. is that um, is that the young juniors, uh, Jaden Sullivan at the moment, mm. uh, Sloan before that, won out. Um, yeah. I, I think the club was in a really difficult situation. Do you, I think you have to keep Ben Hunt. I don't think you'll yeah, a player of that quality. Yeah, Particularly, he is the most, by far and away, the best player in that club at the moment. You can't let him go. But I think it needs to be an environment where you have to convince the younger players coming through, like Sullivan, that there's a future here for him. So just bide your time. And yeah. I know that young players these days and their managers want the sugar hit of a big contract early on, and they don't see the the, the yeah. bigger picture. But for I, mine, that's a real problem the, for a club that's that's developing. I, the the presentation thing, Webby, is that that's a pretty big story. Because if 22 out of 30 turn up, you go, yeah, but, you know, there's a few guys who got things on. Someone might have went away, the opportunity, personal things. But 27 out of 30, that's that's sending a pretty strong message to the club uh, of which, right, uh, what's the message? And there's a lot of, been a lot of talk about players being off uh, Anthony Griffin. It just looks to me like they're trying to force a hand there. Yeah, it is a really interesting one because, and you're right, Webby. I I agree. I think there was times in my career, like for example, when I went to the Warriors, it was because I was told that you know I was a third winger in line, and if the Broncos probably had a sat me down and said, "Mate, we really love you at the club. We want you here. We really want you," here, I probably would have stayed. Now they did say they wanted me, but I didn't really feel there was a path for me there. And I think it's it's a really good point in regards to Bud Sullivan. I think the club's got to get around him like, mate, you are in our plans long-term. It's only a two-year deal. Yes, it, it feels like forever, but we want you here long-term, you know, all that stuff. In regards to, if it's confirmed that, you know, eight players didn't turn up, that is extremely concerning. Uh, no, no, 20, 27. 27. 27 didn't turn up. 27 didn't turn up. Yeah. Mm. I thought, okay, yeah. I thought it was three players that didn't turn up. 27. 27. 27 didn't turn up. That is an absolute disaster. <laughs> <laughs> it's unbelievable, isn't it? It is a disaster. I, oh, I can, that's just blown my mind. I've spoken to a couple of, couple of clubs, and I said, how many people turned up to your presentation? That was, and one of the clubs, were some, they didn't make the finals, and there was a bit going on. Uh, they said, yeah, one or two didn't turn up. Uh, one of the leading clubs, they had theirs, and they said, pretty sure everyone turned up. So for 27 out of 30 guys not to turn up, they're, they're trying to send a message. Oh, that's do, we, do we know the three that did turn up? Yeah. I reckon it would be Ben Hunt. <laughs> ben Hunt. <laughs> ben Hunt. You, uh, wouldn't, you wouldn't want to be like a fringe player that's not getting an award. You just sort of just see. All the women's players <laughs> turned up. Well, I, I tell you what, like at, at the end of the day, if, if that many players didn't turn up, the club has to come to the table. They cannot continue to be staunch in their whatever decision they're making. I think contractually they're supposed to be. They're supposed to turn up. But what can Zach they do? Lomax, the... Ben Hunt, and Michael Molo turned up. Oh, yeah. Michael yeah, Molo, mm. great man. Zach Lomax? Well, no, Michael Lomax. It's well, he's on a... Anyway, but I just I know for a fact that you know Ben Hunt tried it on with his um, with his manager trying to get a Anthony Griffin clause into his contract. In the end, there apparently Hunt just said that 
don't worry, that's not a that's not a uh, a deal breaker. So he is signed without that that clause in his contract, which I'm glad they did. But I don't think any coach is under more pressure in the early part of next season than Anthony Griffin. I think it's going to be an interesting few days, Webby. The club have come out, I believe, and said, no, 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 yeah, he's going to be our coach for next year. But, man, I, I if, if I'm running that club and 27 blokes out of 30 <sighs> don't turn up and most of those blokes are still in the area, I, I'd say we are. We've got bigger problems than... Thought. Well, Matty, your point earlier as well is that that means that it is a constructed plan by either the players, people above them, because they've gone in and said, boys, if only a few of us don't turn up, we get massive fines, sacked, all this kind of stuff. If we do it in numbers, they can't sack us. They can't all find every single player. So that is unbelievably concerning for the Dragons going yeah. forward. I mean, Maybe I will ask say... Why. That's, what the, that's what the Dragons management don't do. They don't ask why. I will say, I mean... They say everything's okay. That's what the problem with that club has been. And believe me, as a long-suffering supporter, for the last 10 years, they say everything's okay. You're all making it up. You're all saying there's no drama there at all. Well, it, this is The players are actually yelling out to everyone, guess what, there is a problem. There is drama. Glass half full, though, and I know this is going to sound a bit absurd, but it is good that the players could got together like this in such a strong way. Very hard to do that when people are stressed about their contracts and all that kind of stuff. That's it. If the players are united, yeah. one way or another. Exactly. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah. that is a glass half full. The players and united will never be defeated. No. <laughs> well, so I'm just going to write that down. Uh, it's, a, it's a bloodied mess. Now, talking about bloodied mess, after the break, we're going to talk about Jeffrey Dahmer. <laughs>